Happiness can feel elusive. We chase it, sometimes desperately, but it can seem like a distant mirage out there in the desert. But today, let's take a deep breath and step out of the desert and stop chasing. And instead, let's talk about discovering and nurturing happiness within ourselves, even when things get tough. First, remember that happiness isn't that perfect picture on social media. It's not a one-size-fits-all outfit. It's a tailored suit. It's your genuine joy, sense of peace, that unique spark that lights you up. Even if you've forgotten what that feels like, it's time to ask yourself, what makes you truly happy? As being outside in the open air, sitting quietly with a book, creating something special, maybe sharing a smile and, and laughter with friends and, and family. Look, finding your happy haven or happy why is often the first step to unlocking your happiness even when you can't see the road ahead. But what if you're still searching for what makes you happy? Well, no worries. Happiness often hides in everyday moments. And one of the easiest ways that we can uncover our happiness is to practice gratitude. You know, maybe you get up early, take in the sunrise, Perhaps you appreciate a friend's laughter or even celebrate a small victory. I mean, the simple fact that you're listening to this right here, right now, is a win. Remember, as Maya Angelou said, gratitude makes sense of our past. It brings peace for today and creates a vision for tomorrow. So start there. And remember that happiness isn't automatic, it's cultivated. And being actively grateful for what we have now is a great way to nurture it every single day. But let's be honest, life throws curveballs. And sometimes happiness feels like a memory we'll never get back. But even in the midst of storms, we can shift our mindset. A 2022 study in Nature Human Behavior found that people who actively practice something called positive reframing, that's looking for the silver lining and challenges, experienced increased happiness and resilience. So the next time that clouds gather, try it. Challenge your negative thoughts. Are they true? Are they helpful? And instead, focus on what you can control and retell that negative story in a positive way. Reframe it. Then add in gratitude for even the small things and remind yourself of past times that you overcame challenges. Viktor Frankl, a survivor of the concentration camps during the Holocaust, wrote, Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, is to choose one's attitude in any given circumstance. Now it's hard. Yes, but it's doable. It is possible for you to find and cultivate true happiness. So go out there, find it, and then focus on your happy haven, 
practice gratitude and challenge your negative thoughts with positive reframing. Your happy life, it isn't out of reach. It's right in front of you. So remember, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen. It's time to become a skydiver. I hear you, skydiving isn't for all of us. My wife won't even let me go. She says it's too risky, but that's not the point. The point is that there's something out there. There's something you have on your list, right in front of you, maybe on a vision board of some sort. It's a picture of an incredible experience that you haven't lived yet. But there's a voice inside that's saying, one day, one day, I'm going to do that. One day, I'm going to check that off the list. But as time goes on, that one day gets further and further out. That picture becomes less of a thrill and more of a decoration. And one day starts to slip away. But what if? What if we took that picture off the wall and turned it into an experience? What if we became a skydiver? Or whatever it is in that picture. Not for money, not for fame or any other reason, but because we can. And what if that one experience made an impact? I mean, what if it became a story that you shared with someone else? And then that inspired them to become a skydiver in their own world. And what if they began taking pictures off their own walls and in their minds and turning them into their own experiences? What, what would happen then? Well, that would be pretty incredible. So no. We may not all be skydivers, but we can take this simple lesson and turn it into action. I mean, why not start today? See, we can make a call right now. Google it. YouTube it. Whatever it is, we can figure it out. But let's say we make a call right now that can lead us from the picture in our mind to the experience we have waiting for us right out there. See, our life is a collection of these experiences. And it's time to take the picture off the wall and become a skydiver. Then the best part is replacing that picture in front of us with a picture of us living out our best life. Oprah, of course, has the perfect quote here. She says, the biggest adventure you can take is to live the life of your dreams. So let's start. Let's start turning our dreams into reality. Let's start living those incredible experiences and then sharing those stories with others to encourage them to do the same. I mean, why not live the life of our dreams as Oprah says? And why not help others do the same? Remember, we have the power to shape our destiny. So let's go out there and make it happen. Imagine waking up every day with a sense of purpose. You know, a drive to chase after your dreams. I mean, what if you could be the person that you see in your mind? The millionaire, the CEO, the leader, the parent, 
the teacher, the creator, the partner, the friend, the giver? What if you could rebuild those family ties or even start new ones? What if you could find that dream partner or land that dream role? thing is that dream isn't so far away we often trap ourselves in a box limiting our potential and this is who I am and what I can or can't do be or have but look here's the thing that box isn't your destiny it's a challenge waiting to be overcome the people you admire those who have achieved greatness whatever that means to you they were once right where you are and they found their way out of that box and never looked back and why can't you do the same yet many times it's closer than you think napoleon hill thinking grow rich he said your big opportunity may be right where you are now you are what it takes to unlock that box to break free from the constraints holding you back you see success is about answering the what if i succeed question not just dwelling on the fear of failure many fear failure but let's talk about the fear of success it's real it's what keeps us comfortably confined your box may look different from others but the key is the same and you can unlock it fdr has a quote that i love and it fits nicely here he said the only limit to our realization of tomorrow will be our doubts of today but no matter what put you in that box no matter your fear today is the day to break free you have the potential to answer the what if questions in your life I mean think about Oprah right she faced adversity they said she didn't have what it takes to go national right I mean they tried to put her in a box but she didn't listen and she emerged as a, a media mogul she unlocked that box rewrote her destiny and you can do the same why not so here's the challenge what if you started your journey today what if you embraced the possibility of success and took that first step toward your dreams remember it's not about avoiding failure it's about conquering the fear of success you have the key right now so unlock your box and venture into the freedom that awaits you this is your life and you can make it into whatever you can imagine steve jobs famous for saying your time is limited don't waste it living someone else's life remember you have the power to shape your destiny so go out there and make it happen
I want to encourage you to become a shopping list person. When you go to the grocery store, there are two scenarios. Either you have a shopping list or you don't. And what happens? If you have the shopping list, you've been adding things, maybe with Alexa, add this, add that. So you walk in and now you have a shopping list. You go to the aisle, maybe you look for a quick sign or perhaps you ask someone, but you know where you're headed. After you grab each item, you check it off and item by item you get this rush. And then at the end when you check out, you feel complete. You have everything you need. Then the opposite scenario. When you walk into the grocery store without a shopping list, what happens? You wander. Especially if you're hungry, you're in trouble. Start grabbing things you likely don't need and might spend extra time just wandering up and down the aisles looking for items that might come to mind. You don't really ask anybody anything because you're not really sure what you're looking for. So you're grabbing things, putting them in the cart. When you check out, now you have a bunch of things that you don't need. You walk out and immediately it's like, ah, I have the cookies, but I forgot the milk. And so in life, we have the same opportunity. You know, the grocery store is obviously an analogy for our life. It represents that. And there are things out there. There are aisles and aisles of possibilities, guides along the way, people to help us find what we're looking for. But if we haven't created a shopping list of what we want, of what we're after, then we're just wandering. And after every event, we say, oh, if I only would have, oh, I forgot this. And we want to go back, but it's just easier to move forward. So we go through life and these wandering moments constantly stack up and they become who we are and what we have and where we are in life. So I invite you to become a shopping list person. Shift your perspective, shift a little bit of your activity so that you're intentional when you walk into that grocery store, whether in your personal life, professional life, your sales career, your goals, start adding things to your shopping list. And when you arrive at the grocery store and you pop it open, you go for exactly what you want. And maybe you get some guidance along the way, but when you check out, you feel complete. It's undeniable that belief and action are two key ingredients for success. Yet, we often underestimate the impact of that tiny word, can. But it holds tremendous power when it comes to unlocking our performance and our potential. I remember listening to Tony Robbins years ago and he said, quite simply, look, when you must, your mind and your body says, okay, I can and I will. So when you must, you can. I think about someone on a performance improvement plan, right? They're given two weeks to turn it around and all of a sudden the light goes on, the activity changes and they turn it around. When you must, you can. Research in psychology confirms the influence of belief on our performance. I was reading a study by Dr. Aliyah J. Crum and her team at, at Stanford and they revealed that 
Belief can activate the body's self-healing mechanisms, leading to improved physical health. So when participants believed that they were receiving an effective treatment, they experienced significant symptom relief, even though they were given a placebo. This simple study just demonstrates the profound impact of belief on our well-being. It's our mindset can be the catalyst for extraordinary results. Theodore Roosevelt once said, believe you can, and you're halfway there. See, these words encapsulate the truth that our beliefs shape our actions and our outcomes. I mean, imagine those times in our life when we are wholeheartedly embracing that growth mindset, right? We are all in. We view challenges as opportunities for growth. We take proactive steps to enhance our skills. Our unwavering belief in our potential fuels our motivation, our resilience, and the ability to surpass any target that's in front of us. We're like a, a superhero, right? We're unstoppable. And in those moments, we become the driving force behind our success. Then, when we take that belief and add action to it, it's like a secret recipe or gas on a flame, right? That simple combination is where the magic happens. And that's why the two go together so well, belief and action. There was another study coming out of Dominican University of California, and Dr. Gail Matthews found that individuals who wrote down their goals and action steps were significantly more likely to achieve them compared to those who just thought about their goals. She concluded that writing activates the subconscious mind, solidifying commitment and focus. So belief followed by action works. Then you add in the right motivation and all of a sudden when you must, you can. So let's put these simple insights into action right now. Wherever you are, if you can, pause this for just a second, grab a pen, paper, open your notes up, even do a voice memo, whatever works for you, but I want you to write down, articulate your goals. And it doesn't have to be too structured, don't overthink it, but write down both short and long-term goals. It can be professional, can be personal, but then outline the specific action steps necessary to achieve them. Break it down into manageable tasks. If you already have this, just get it out so that you can have it in front of you and review it. But as you write, as you articulate this, immerse yourself in the belief that you can accomplish these objectives. Envision the excitement of getting closer and closer to knocking out one goal at a time. Feel the satisfaction of surpassing your targets and the positive impact you can make on the lives of others. And let that belief guide your actions. Remember, belief simply sets the stage for success but it is the integration of belief with deliberate action that propels us forward. So commit to your plan. Take consistent steps and persist in the face of challenges. Gandhi has this amazing quote that I love. It's one of those that you can hang up on the wall or, or tweet out. He says, your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. And your values become your destiny. You were made for something incredible. And you have what it takes to make it happen. So keep believing. Keep striving. Keep going. And you'll never stop achieving 
your goals. Be intentional and take deliberate action. And remember, you have the power to shape your destiny. Now go out there and make it happen. Living above the line is a choice. A choice to push beyond our limits, to embrace discomfort, and to constantly seek improvement. It's about setting high standards for ourselves and refusing to settle for mediocrity. You see, when we live above the line, we take ownership of our actions, of our mindset, and our results. So if you think about the most successful salespeople and leaders that you admire, what sets them apart? It's likely their unwavering commitment to excellence or maybe their relentless pursuit of growth or even their refusal to accept anything less than their best, right? They understand that success is not an accident, but it's a deliberate choice and they chase that every single day. So it's time to make a choice. It's time to level up our skills, our mindset, and our approach to sales. We have to start investing in ourselves to seek out the knowledge and the resources that will expand our horizons and sharpen our abilities. Whether that's attending seminars or reading books, listening to podcasts, getting with other salespeople, our manager, cross-functionally. Either way, it's a continuous immersion of learning throughout this journey. But knowledge alone is not enough. We know that. Living above the line requires action. And it demands that we step outside of our comfort zone and embrace the unknown, which can be terrifying. But it's in those moments of discomfort and uncertainty that we truly grow. So take risks. Make bold moves. And don't be afraid to fail because failure, failure is not the end. It's a stepping stone on the pathway to success. And remember, look, attitude is everything. Our mindset shapes our reality. So we have to choose optimism. Even in the worst times, we have to choose resilience and a never give up spirit. That's who we are. And when challenges arise, we view them as opportunities for growth and learning. We have to believe in our ability to overcome any obstacle that stands in our way. Living above the line also means embracing accountability. We have to take ownership of our results and strive for excellence in every aspect of our work. We have to be proactive, take initiative, and always go the extra mile, not only for our clients, but for our team, for our leadership. We have to become more. And our commitment to delivering value, that's what will set us apart from our competition. Zig Ziglar, one of my favorite sales experts and motivational speakers, said you were born to win but to be a winner you must plan to win prepare to win and expect to win look it doesn't just happen so living above the line requires intentionality and a mindset focused on success 
So as you go forth in your sales journey, make the choice to live above the line. Believe in your potential. Take action and embrace the challenges that come your way. And remember, you have the power within you to reach new heights, exceed expectations, and achieve greatness. So keep striving, keep growing, and never stop living above the line. Let's talk about mountains and not the ones that you see in the paintings coming out of the clouds, but the personal mountaintops that we each strive to reach in our lives. And maybe it's the dream job or opportunity, that business that we're building, that fulfilling relationship or that life that just makes us feel alive. We can see it so clearly in front of us, but And climbing those mountains can get messy. We trip, we stumble, and sometimes, let's be honest, we fall flat on our face. In the training world, there's a method called the Addy model for building content. And basically, it's a roadmap for success. You analyze, design, develop, implement, and the E stands for evaluate. And that last step, is the secret ingredient. If we're not constantly evaluating, how do we know where we are on the mountain? I recently heard that life is about adjustments, but if we're not evaluating, how do we know which adjustments to make to keep moving forward? Many times we skip this step entirely, charging head first into a routine, whether it's a workout, relationship, or career, without ever asking, is this even the right mountain? You know, is this actually taking me to where I want to go? And we're like zombies on treadmills, going nowhere fast. Imagine hiking blindly, right? never checking your compass, just following every little pathway that comes along. You're wandering. And that's how you get lost. And that's where we are when we ignore evaluation. We just keep doing things, scrolling mindlessly, saying yes to every request, holding on to toxic relationships simply because, hey, that's just what we do. But what if we stopped the mindless wandering and started being intentional with our climb? What if we made calculated adjustments And what if we embraced evaluation as our driving force and took ownership of our ascent? Perhaps we could slow down to get ahead. Perhaps instead of always being busy, we became productive. Tony Robbins loves to say that success is progress. And when we're scaling the right mountain and we look up and we're getting closer and closer to the top, I bet that feels pretty darn good. So take a moment. Pull out your metaphorical compass, whether it's your phone, your journal, that inner voice, and ask yourself, what habits are my climbing ropes pulling me to the top? And double down on those. And which ones are those crevices that threaten to swallow me up? And maybe it's time to cut those off. And where do I need to 
learn new climbing skills, whether through YouTube tutorials, maybe an inspiring podcast, maybe even a mentor. You know, the right knowledge at the right time is power. And insanity, as Albert Einstein has said, is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. So let's take back control of our sanity. Let's lean in to the evaluation revolution and climb with purpose. Let's be intentional. Because when we evaluate, we adapt and evolve, the view from the top will not only be breathtaking, it will change who we are. So that we can not only climb this mountain, but we'll be ready to climb the next mountain and the next one after that. If you've listened to me at all, uh, you know that I like going on a morning run. And this morning, as I was hitting my last rest point, I thought about this episode and realized, look, it's not just about climbing and looking up at the mountaintop. It's also about evaluating where you are right now. And there's a tool in therapy and coaching to help you become like, instantly present and self-aware. So you simply just look at your hands for a moment. Let's do that now. Look at your hands, and that turns off your self-talk about where you're headed. And it allows you to focus on where you are. And then look around and realize how far you've already come. Take in everything that you've already built to get this far up the mountain that you're already on. Look at the entire landscape that you've already experienced and be proud of what you've accomplished. See, when you do this, that shot of dopamine that you receive will empower you. It will help strengthen you for the rest of your climb. So don't forget to look at your hands every once in a while. Look, you've only just begun and you're not alone on this mountain. So share your journey with those around you because we're all in this together, supporting one another as we continue to climb. And remember, you have the power to shape your destiny. So go out there and make it happen.